everybody. Quiet. Hello, Duffy's Tavern, where the elite meets eat. Archie the man just speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. How's business? No. Huh? It's a Latin word. Uh, N-I-L means, uh, naturally, it's lousy. <laughs> huh? That confirms what? You're gonna sell a tavern. But, Duffy, you can't. This place is an institution. Yeah, a landmark. For years, people have said, meet me in front of Duffy's Tavern and uh, we'll go someplace for dinner. <laughs> huh? It's too late. The real estate guy is already on his way down. But, Duffy, Duffy, if you sell the place, where can I go? I can... Oh, yeah? <laughs> hey, Fats. Yes, sir. I feel sick. A real estate guy is on his way down here, and Duffy's selling the tavern. You mean we liberated? <laughs> liberated? You don't seem to realize, Fats. Duffy's selling the tavern. A thing like that could force us back to work. Maybe the new owner will give us a job here. Oh, but it wouldn't be the same, Fats. A new owner might turn it into one of them fancy cocktail lounges with a... A lot of modern production methods. Imagine me, Archie, a master bartender, turned into an end man on a martini line. <laughs> Duffy's Tavern being sold. Mother Tavern. A refuse from the workaday world. I can't quite conceive it. We're, we're sure going to miss the laughs around here, Fats. Yep. A lot of laughs. Yeah. Remember when Duffy gave you your first paycheck? Yep. A lot of laughs. <laughs> and a lot of tragedy, too. Remember the time we had the big three-alarm fire next door when Chin Lee's laundry burned into the ground and a fireman made a mistake and came in here instead? Remember how them firemen loved the tavern fats? They just didn't want to leave. No, sir. They just sat there sipping their beers and complaining about the heat. <laughs> yes, sir, I can't bear the thought of leaving this joint. I, I wonder how we could discourage this real estate guy from buying it when he gets here. Uh, why don't you take him in the, and show him the kitchen? <laughs> yeah, think that might do it? When he hears them little feet tramping around, <laughs> he's going to think it's the march of time. <laughs> Just a second, Fats. A lot of fine people have vet the food in that kitchen. Deems Taylor, Lawrence Melchior, Bella Lugosi. <laughs> yeah. Boris Karloff. Oh. Hey, wait a minute. Boris Karloff, that gives me an idea. Boris is a friend of mine. Maybe I could get him to come down here and make this real estate guy think the place is haunted. Haunted? What self-respecting ghost would live here? Look, don't be funny. Give me that phone till I call Carla. Hello? Hotel Plasma? Uh, I mean, Plaza? Uh, Boris Karloff, please. Yes, uh, room number 13. Hello, Boris. This is Archie. Archie from Duffy's Tavern. Uh, remember? Neck 15 and a half, blood type O. 
Uh, uh, look, Boris, I want you to come down to the tavern right away. You're too busy. But, Boris, I have a very grave problem. You'll be right down, huh? <coughs> okay, thanks, kid. Ah, gee, it's nice of Boris to do this for me. I guess the guy really loves me, huh? Well, most of his friends are bats. Uh, hello, what? Oh, hi, Finnegan. Uh, Finnegan, did you ever see Boris Karloff in pictures? Oh, yeah, I like him. He's very good. Yeah. So natural. At least to my way of thinking. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I saw him in a picture the other night, a double feature. And his picture was much better than the other one. Was, huh? Uh, uh, what was the name of the other one? Uh, the other one was called... Uh, Oh, uh, the uh, pate something or other. Uh, oh, uh, tell me, how did you like it? Well, it was hard to follow the plot. <laughs> the plot? Yeah, yeah. It started with a rooster crowing. And then, all of a sudden, our hero comes out, and then the first thing he does is win the Irish sweepstakes. <laughs> Then in the next scene, he's up in San Francisco signing a peace treaty. This is the hero? Yeah, yeah, but you wouldn't know him. He's dressed up in a silk hat disguised as a Jap. That's nice. How did he like San Francisco? Uh, not much, George. How do you know? Well, in the next scene, him and his girlfriend is riding the surfboards in Florida. <laughs> Huh? Was he any good at this surfboard riding? Oh, it sure was, George. And President Truman must have thought so, too. Because in the next scene, the president gives the guy a medal. <laughs> this is still the same hero. Oh, yeah, it's the same hero. Only now he's in an army uniform. <laughs> this is where the plot got confusing. <laughs> In what respect? Well, in the next scene, the hero's girlfriend also gets a medal. For what? For winning a beauty contest in Atlantic City. <laughs> well, was the hero in Atlantic City with us? Oh, no, no. He was busy sitting on the roof. What roof? The roof of a house floating down the Mississippi River. <laughs> Are you sure that you've seen this in the movies? Uh, yeah, why, why? Sounds like one of them plots they write for television. <laughs> oh, I never watch television. You don't? Nah. You never see nothing but newsreels. <laughs> I knew that's a waste of time. Uh, yes, what is it, Miss Duffy? Papa asked me to give you this letter for your next employer. Oh, a recommendation, huh? Uh, what does it say? To whom it may concern. <laughs> what a clever way to start. I want all the world to know about my faithful employee, Archie. Well, that's nice. It's Archie who has made me what I am today. How nice. Bankrupt. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, Miss Duffy, it happens that I don't need his crummy letter. I got a certain Hollywood star coming down here tonight who's going to make that letter unnecessary. A Hollywood star? Who? Yes. Uh, Van Johnson. No. Clark Gable? No. Frank Sinatra? Gregory Peck? Tyrone Power? No, but you're getting warmer. You're telling me. Well, I won't keep you guessing, Miss Duffy. It's Boris Karloff. He's coming down here tonight to haunt the place so that real estate guy won't buy it. Boris Karloff? Mm. Gee, my favorite monster. <laughs> you think he'll go for me? Well, why not? The guy's only inhuman. <laughs> oh, who knows? We might even get married. You and Boris? Oh, no. Why not? I could do worse. I was thinking of Boris. <laughs> Can't understand what's keeping Boris. It's dark enough for the guy to have left his hotel. I wonder if he could have stopped at the morgue. Why would he stop at the morgue? Oh, just to browse. <laughs> I hope he gets here before the real estate guy does, and my best laid plans will gang McGee. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Hey, Finnegan. Hey, Finnegan. <laughs> Look, uh... We got a conspiracy tonight in the tavern that you're liable to louse up, so it presents a problem. Oh, uh, what's the problem? How could we get rid of you? <laughs> yeah, that is a problem. <laughs> Let's see now. Well, uh, you could try insulting me. Insulting you? Okay. Uh, Finnegan, you're a moron. Thank you, what? <laughs> uh, well, <clears throat> let's try it again. Finnegan, if brains was chow mein, you couldn't get on the menu at Ruby Foo's. Try me again, boss. <laughs> Look, there's no use trying to insult you, Finnegan. You're getting to be as smart as me. That does it, Art. I think it's good. That's good. Now, Fats. Yeah. Fats, when Karloff gets here, let's be sure we treat him right. Now, uh, play a little mood music for him, huh? What will I play? Oh, I don't know. Uh, a tisket, a casket. Uh, <laughs> a pretty ghoul is like a melody. Uh, you know, something to make him feel he's among mutual fiends. I mean, friends. <clears throat> Go ahead, Fats. Play something. Sure.
just blue jump see When they see you out with me, I don't blame them goodness no Honey, supper rolls when you pass by the flowers, you can sigh. I know the reason why your perfection goodness no Honey, supper rolls. I don't need sugar, you just have to touch my cup. You my sugar, it's mighty, mighty sweet when you stir it up. When I'm tasting your tasting lips, the honey fairly flips you perfection goodness no Honey, supper rolls. Yeah, yeah. Boy, Fats, hey, hey, you must be a fried piper. Here comes Boris Karloff now. You are expecting maybe the bride of Finkelstein? <laughs> hey, Boris, you know, I was surprised when I heard you was in town. Now, when did you get in? Just yesterday. My old friend, Bela Lugosi, flew me in. <laughs> Well, Lugosi, huh? I didn't know Lugosi had a plane. He hasn't. Oh. Well, uh, anyway, uh, by the nuts, Boris. Yes? Yeah, you're something that puzzles me. You know? How come a guy with a name like Boris speaks English like you do? Something that puzzles me. How come a guy with a name like Archie speaks English like you do? <laughs> Well, you ask a ghoulish question, you get a ghoulish answer. <laughs> anyway, how's things, uh, Boris? How does it feel to be in a business where you do nothing but knock people off? That's a fantastic question from the manager of Duffy's Tavern. <laughs> Guess this is no guy to argue with. Better be friendly. Boris, uh, would you care for a drink? Why, thank you. Uh, well, you have. You serve zombies? We serve anybody, sure <laughs> Anything you want, Boris uh, Name your poison Now, please, don't let's talk shop Okay, as I was saying, it's a great racket you're in, you know I'd like to play in one of them horror pictures myself sometime Seems to me you made a picture called The Man With My Face well, that's just having to turn out to be a horror picture. <laughs> Tell me, uh, do you find it easy, them parts that you play? No, I find it very exhausting. Yeah. All that makeup, those heavy costumes. Why, in one picture, they had me weighed down with 40 pounds of lead. How would you like to walk around carrying 40 pounds of lead? He's been rehearsing the part for years. <laughs> Well, uh, drink up, Boris. Uh, here's good luck. Mud in your eye. There is. Oh, my, I must stop sleeping in cemeteries. <laughs> Ruins my looks. Say, Archie. Yeah, yes? Well, <laughs> ain't you going to introduce me? Oh, sure. Uh, Boris, uh, you have a flair for the hideous. Uh, this is Miss Duffy. Miss Duffy, this is Frankenstein. Likewise, I'm sure. <laughs> you ain't kidding. <laughs> so you're Boris Carla. Yes, and you're Miss Duffy. Yes. Gee, you, you give, give me, me the, the shivers. shivers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell me, 
Mr. Karloff, uh, have you ever played a romantic part in a picture? Of course I have. Once I played the part of a lover, Miss Duffy. Didn't you see me in that scene in the haunted house with the head of that beautiful girl nestling in my lap in the attic? Yes. Why was the rest of her nestling in the basement? <laughs> because Boris likes to concentrate on one thing at a time. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Carlos, I have a rather delicate question to ask you, and uh, <laughs> I don't quite know how to put it. Well, perhaps you can give me a hint. Yes, will you marry me? <laughs> oh, Miss Duffy, you'll be taking an awful chance. Have you ever seen me with my makeup on? Have you ever seen her with her makeup off? <laughs> Now, Miss Duffy, please, your broomstick, it went that away. <coughs> See you later. <coughs> Terrible, huh, Boris? Oh. <laughs> well, Archie, what was the favor you wanted to ask of me? Oh, well, you see, there's a real estate guy coming down here to take over this joint, and we need something to scare him away. Have you tried the free lunch? <laughs> no. No, we need something uh, even obnoxiouser than that, Boris. We need you. I want you to make them believe, you see, that the joint is haunted. You know, blood-curdling screams, crunching of bones, clanking of chains, groans from the grave, fiendish tales of torture. I know, I know. Just like the children's programs on television. <laughs> yes, right? What do you say? Will you do it? Sure, why not? Attaboy, Boris, you get the right spirit. What's that? I say, you got the right spirit. Whose? <laughs> Look, Boris, will you or will you not haunt the place? Well, if I do, I'll have to have the proper setting. How do you mean? Well, I want the tavern practically in darkness, with just faint streaks of light filtering through grimy windows. I want the eerie whistle of the wind rushing through crevices in the moldy walls. Rats and mice scurrying from corner to corner and overhead. Huge bats flapping their leathery wings as they swoop down past the cobwebs from rafter to rafter. That's what I'll need. That's what you'll need? Yes. <laughs> Take a look around you. That's what you already got. <laughs> Fats, I'm just thinking, how could we get our doors to squeak, you know, like them creaking doors on the radio? Easy. Just oil them up a little. <laughs> we'll do that. We want to get this real estate guy scared to death. Well, don't count too much on it. What do you mean? Anybody thinking of buying this place, don't scare easy. <laughs> we shall see. Look, Boris. Yes? Are you sure you can do a good job scaring this real estate guy? Can I do a good job? Me, a man who was known to millions as an arch-killer. Say, that gives me an idea. Come here, arch. Now, just a second. Of course. 
Take it easy. According to Emily Post, one does not make a ghost of one's host. <laughs> Mr. Archie. <laughs> Mr. Archie. Huh? A customer just came in. A customer came in? You see, strange things are happening already. <laughs> Wait a minute, Boris. That ain't no customer. Quick, hide in the back room. Uh, well, good evening, sir. Good evening. Do you mind if I examine the premises here? Oh, I take it that you are the late real estate man? I beg your pardon? Your name, sir? Oh, Crow is the name. Crow, huh? Yes, sir. S. Crow. S. Crow, huh? <laughs> Tell me, Mr. Crow, what real estate firm do you represent? Here's my car. Let me see here. Closure, 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 and closure. Foreclosures? <laughs> we specialize in them, uh-huh. but I have no time to waste. Now, let's begin with the appraisal. Now, first, how's the roof? The roof? Oh, it's perfect. If it didn't rain now and then, you'd never know it leaked. <laughs> and how's the cellar? The cellar, uh, the building inspector went down there just last week. And what was his report? I don't know. He ain't come up yet. (laughs) Anything else you want to know? What about termites? All you want. (laughs) Do you mind if I sweep away some of the sawdust and look at the floor? Mr. Crow, that sawdust is the floor. (laughs) And look, before you go trying to buy this building, don't forget I personally have been here for ten years and I got certain squatters' rights. So what? I intend to squat on them. (laughs) And don't forget, possession is nine points of the law. What's that got to do with it? You think nine is an easy point to make? (laughs) If you do, leave me quote your Clause B subdivision one of the Louisiana Purchase. I quote... Whenever an imaginary tavern becomes a realty, then the ownership of the mortgage reverts to the quit claim and or tenancy. Is that all? No. Unquote. <laughs> Just a second, young man. Are you trying to confuse me? No, Crow. I'm trying to give you a tip. Lay off this place. Lay off? Why? Why? Because it's haunted. Every night at midnight, at the stroke of 12, a ghost comes out of that back room. Wait. Here he comes now. But it is not midnight. Daylight saving time confuses him. (laughs) Look at him, coming through the plaster there. Balmy Boris, the daffy demon of Duffy's. Oh. Oh, Boris. Oh, Boris. Boris. This is Mr. Crow. Good evening, Mr. Crow. Here, let me take your hat. And throat. <laughs> what a fiend! Mortal Archie, where are your manners? We have a guest. Please remove your head. <laughs> Sorry, Boris. Uh, look, now tell the gentleman how you became a ghost. Huh? Two hundred years ago, I was foully murdered in this very tavern, which was known in those days as Ye Old Duffy's Inn, at the sign of the Rook and the Schnook. <laughs> Just a second. He's 200 years old? Why, certainly. The reason he's so healthy is he only eats vegetarians. <laughs> that is for dinner. <clears throat> and what about breakfast? Post-ghosties. 
Now, do you think your client still wants to buy the place, Mr. Crow, with a ghost living here 200 years? Why not? I think my client would like to have a steady tenant. Hmm. This guy ain't scaring, boss. You let me down. Now, please, put the heat on, will you? Okay, okay. Crow, I've been living down in the cellar with my friends, the spiders, the tarantulas, and the scorpions. You didn't happen to run into a building inspector, did you? <laughs> Don't be such a wise guy, Crow. Boris, I think you're spending too much time in that cellar. It's beginning to make you look pale. Exactly what the doctors tell me. The doctors? Yes, I have a doctor come in daily to give me a special diet to build a rich red blood. A different doctor each day, of course. <laughs> Did you hear that, Crow? Oh, I wasn't listening. I was making some notes. But, Boris, look at the guy. You ain't even goose pimpling him. Mr. Crow, if your client should become the next owner of this building, I will be forced to have his blood. I'll squeeze it out of him drop by drop. Don't that frighten you, Crow, all this blood squeezing? Don't be silly. I've worked with landlords for years. <laughs> Boris, I'll give you one more chance. Either you scare a guy or you go back to Milton Berle. Oh, no. No, Archie, not that. I'll do anything you say. Okay, okay. Crow, your hour has come. Boris, get that look out of your eye. I want to hear the crunch of bones, the crack of skulls. Boris. The ghastly flowing of blood. Look. It walks. It's not human. And yet, yet in human form. Stop. Let me out of here! boy, Boris, that did it. I know I could count on you. Wait a minute. Look, it walks. It's not human, and, and yet it's in human form. Stop! Let me out of here! Hey, hey, what's going on here? Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> 